Welcome to another episode of Skincare and Scandals. I'm Nicole, and I am joined by the lovely Alicia. And we're back today to talk to you about all the products that you saw there on your face and the scandals behind them. Mm-hmm. And this month just so happens to be Acne Awareness Month. And so we are going to dive into one of the most controversial and also widely used products on the market for the management of acne, Accutane. Bum, bum, bum. Accutane. Done. done. So what is Accutane? Accutane is the brand name of an actual medication called isotretinoin. And it's actually no longer available. Right. So they, so the isotretinoin is still available on the market generically. However, Accutane was discontinued in 2009 just due to the influx of lawsuits. Yeah which is interesting. So if you look at the drug name isotretinoin, you have probably used tretinoin in your life before. It is retinol. Yep, it is retinol. And it is what we are telling you all to put on your faces all the time. It is one of the best anti-aging solutions you can find after sunscreen, but it is also good for the management of acne. So you may ask, what is the difference between tretinoin, accutane, isotretinoin, all of the things? So all of these drugs are a form of vitamin A. And vitamin A is a fat-soluble vitamin, an essential nutrient that encompasses a group of chemical compounds that includes retinol, retinol, I can't pronounce those right, retinol, retinol. Yeah, right now. with an O ones with an A people. Well, retinol- ret- like retinaldehyde, I guess yes. you could say. Yeah. Thank you. Which that has been on your that has been on your list this month of explorations. Yeah. Um, and retinoic acid. So it's widely available. Vitamin A helps form and maintain mainly just like in nature, healthy teeth, skeletal and soft tissue, mucin migraines, and skin. So it really goes towards your skin and the composition of it, which is why when you use things like retinol, tretinoin, it is very good for your skin, preventing wrinkles, things of that nature, because the vitamin A is what's responsible for all the cell turnover. So now isotretinoin, which was what Accutane was, was, it was a different form of vitamin A, like Nicole mentioned, and it was something that was taken for a short period of time, typically around three to six months daily, but it it was reported to have lasting improvements in 99% of patients and a cure of acne in 70. So whereas retinol, that form of vitamin A or retinaldehyde is something that you can use on your skin every day, this isotretinoin form of vitamin A was something that you would only take for short periods of time. Right. Also, it is a very strong commitment to this medication. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of side effects with Accutane. Yeah. You cannot get pregnant while on this drug. Yeah. It will cause severe birth defects, miscarriage, stillbirth, like not a chance. It will happen to you. Um, to get a prescription, you have to get two negative pregnancy tests before they'll prescribe you the drug. Wow. Which I will talk about later. 
it is also very, very drying for the skin because you're what you're trying to achieve when you're on Accutane is turning over your cells as much as possible to kind of get rid of those oily, sebaceous glands that keep kind of making acne and messing up your face. So it's kind of like sucking all the moisture out of your face. It leads to dry skin, severely chapped lips, nosebleed, irritated eyes, a dry mouth. Um, Your skin is super sun sensitive. It can affect your joints. It could thin your hair. It can give you stomach problems. If you're on it for too long, you can possibly cause liver damage. It can make you depressed. It is known to increase suicide instances, and it can give you inflammatory bowel disease. Yeah. And so if you remember, and I can remember, I mean, I can remember a lot of people when I was in middle school were being prescribed Accutane. And I remember- Middle school? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Continue. Yes. Middle school. We will not do the math on when that was, uh, but- Oh, let's do it. It'll be fun. (laughs) No kidding. (laughs) But I can remember middle school, high school, both, both of those times, because obviously that's when acne starts to hit people really bad is during that sort of like six to seven year window. And I can remember around that time is when we were hearing a lot of things about suicide risks and depression. And so a lot of people were committing suicide, young people were committing suicide and they were claiming, uh, the families were claiming that it was related to their taking of Accutane. And some of the families actually tried to persuade the Food and Drug Administration for its removal from the market related to those issues. And there was a representative uh, several years ago from Michigan whose teenage son committed suicide after taking Accutane. He became a very big voice on Mm -hmm. this type of side effect as well. Now, there was a study published in the Annals of General Psychiatry that found that the relationship between isotretinoin and psychiatric problems is not proven, that there isn't a link there. However, during this extensive research process, they found a possible link to inflammatory bowel disease, like Nicole mentioned, Mm -hmm. which is a sort of odd side effect, I think. Well, I mean, you have no moisture to make movements to go. Yeah. No, that's that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah. That's a good point. It is literally, it's very intense. So you may ask, why would you give this to anyone if it has so many side effects? And the reason is people have cystic acne. I have taken Accutane not once, but twice. So I can talk about this all day long. When I was in high school, I took it when I was junior year of high school. And then I took it again my second year of grad school because I was just really struggling with cystic acne. So cystic acne, and this is defined by the Cleveland Clinic, are pus-filled acne cysts that develop deep under the skin. And honestly, it's super, super painful. Cystic acne, if left untreated, can lead to scarring and infection. It can lead to a lot of hyperpigmentation you'll have to work through. Some people kind of have dimpled skin where they've Mm -hmm. been scarred. I'm very lucky that I wasn't. And now that you know this, you probably know why I've been so obsessed with skincare my whole entire life. Yeah. 
but it's really severe and it's super, super frustrating, especially when you're a teenager, you're in high school, everything's awkward and you are breaking out all the time. You're so, so, so self-conscious. And it honestly, it is a miserable experience to have severe acne. It truly Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. There's nothing you can do to cover it. There's nothing you can use on it. And so you get to a point of like desperation where you will literally try anything to make this go away. Yeah. And so you do rely on these really intensive drugs because I think one of the interesting things And this whole conversation is the link between acne and mental health, because Mm -hmm. it really does take a toll on you when you cannot control your breakouts. Yeah, absolutely. It is a skin condition, but it's often, and now we know more about skin. And like, I really think like this generation is so much more open with like acne and like not wearing makeup and doing things like that. But in the era we grew up, it's all about like perfection and, you know, the toxic 2000 celebrity portion. Yep. And so I just don't think that we were that forgiving at the time of our own appearance, regardless of how like other people saw us. And so like, I begged my parents to be on Accutane. I was like, there's a drug out there. It will make it go ablay. Please just give it to me. Little did I know as like a little high schooler, I was going to have to not just like pee in a cup. I had to go get a blood pregnancy test. Whoa. You have to be on two forms of birth control. I was like, well, I choose abstinence. And they're like, you can't do that. What? And I was like, but but I'm not doing anything. I know. Um, so I had to go, I had to go get like a blood pregnancy test. And oh I had to be gosh. on birth control as well. And like I remember my mom taking me to my blood appointments for my pregnancy test. And like the ladies in the front being like, oh, we have have a teen pregnancy skittle. Like I'm just here for my zit medication. Stop judging. Oh no. But I mean, that's what you have to do because you're like so upset with yourself when you have so much acne, but also the medication to cure the acne to make you happier can also make you sad. So it's like a super toxic cycle. It's so crazy how strong the issues with birth defects and that that like pregnancy component is because it's I re- very severe. Well, and I, I read an article that said in 2005, the FDA implemented an I pledge program and it required patients. I'm very familiar with the I yes, pledge program. I probably have a card around somewhere. Doctors and pharmacists to collectively join a risk management registry to try to ensure that women didn't get pregnant while on the drug. And I mean, like, there are like no medicines, almost no medicines. There are maybe one or two out there on the market where there is a registry. And I mean, obviously we're familiar with like the meth registry where every time you buy Sudafed, like someone's writing down your personal information. But I mean, there's not a lot of examples out there where that is a thing. And that's really severe. I mean, that's that's a big deal. I can think of like Sudafed or like some things where you get tagged. The only thing I can think that's like akin is like a medical marijuana license. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, but like this is mainly for like teenagers breaking out and you're going through a registry. You have to take a test. There's classes you have to take online. Oh my god! Every month before you can go pick up your prescription, then you have to take your card to pick up your prescription. That's like a really big pain in the rear. Like if your mom's at Publix, but she doesn't have your card, so you have to go and pick it up after school, and then you have to pay for it, but you're poor because you're in high school. <laughs> it's a disaster. It is a disaster. 
Well, and so some of the stuff that I'm reading says that because this isotretinoin, like this program, because everything is so oppressive and there's so many, obviously there's so many possible side effects, the dermatologists like aren't even looking at it as even an option anymore. Like it might as well just disappear from the market. I don't think it should. And so I've seen a lot of literature that it should disappear from the market. But if I told you back one day when I was a teenager that I would be one, having a skincare podcast and two, be on Instagram doing videos in my bathroom without makeup, I would have called you insane. (laughs) Like I would have like, oh, that'll never happen. This has been as traumatic as your face peeling off and your hands having severe eczema and having to sleep in gloves. Like it was very, very successful for me. And for a lot of people that I know, and it really is the only thing that has ever helped. That being said, I really think it's one of those things where you have to try a good bit of everything yeah. before this is prescribed because it's very, it's a serious drug. Yeah. You can't donate blood on it because it has wow. you have so much vitamin A in your system. Like it can uh, harm someone else. Yeah. And then you're not supposed to, if you are in that age where you are trying to get pregnant, you have to, you're supposed to let your body reset for a year before trying to have children to make sure all that vitamin A is out of your system. So it is kind of wild how much you have to do to get this drug. Yeah. You know, I was, I was a little disappointed. I read, I read an article about um, some of the attorneys who have stepped in and they were, uh, they were suing not only the makers of Accutane, but they're also lodging some lawsuits regarding the increased risk of bowel disease And one of the attorneys that was interviewed said the intent of the lawsuits is to drive the medication off the market. That's been our goal for several years or in the alternative to make full disclosure in a way which uh, in which the public is properly informed. I I think when you're going through a program, you're properly informed. And I, I don't like the idea that lawsuits are being utilized in order to try to remove something from the market, because if if. If the FDA is still regulating it as an option and there are doctors who are appropriately advising their patients and they recognize that there are very few things on the market that will work for them once they get to a certain point with their acne and they believe after consult with their doctor that this is the one thing that might give them some hope it really bothers me that there is this sort of like grassroots effort to get rid of it when there is still some benefit to a a portion of the population out there. Right. And like, if, unless you've had cystic acne, like you do not understand how painful and like, not to be dramatic, but like kind of demoralizing it is like, cause you can't, there's literally nothing you can do. Yeah. There's literally nothing you can do. Yeah. About it. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think that you know, I, I think that there's certainly a place for it still out there. I mean, I, I do understand that a lot of doctors have just stopped offering it because, you know, this this program is, you know, lots of hoops to jump through and the patients can't keep up with it. They can't jump through all the hoops um, in order to stay on the medicine. So they're just looking for other options. But 
I really like this one dermatologist who said, I would hate for anyone to develop ulcerative colitis while treating them for something like acne. But the flip side is that most people who take Accutane have suffered terribly from acne. And she said that she would worry about a future with nothing to offer people with severe acne. And right. so obviously that person recognizes that there's a risk and the potential for reward in this medication, you know, understanding that it's not really Accutane anymore. It's isotretinoin, but still. We're going to use them interchangeably. I'm right. too lazy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there is, there's a lot of that with, with every medication. There's the potential right. for risk and reward. I have a good friend uh, and she has dealt with a lot of adult acne. She's just you know, she has been reaching out to me a couple of times looking for, um, just some, some tips for different brands and products and things. And I know she, uh, just started seeing a dermatologist recently for some help and she, you know, she was prescribed some things and, you know, she was prescribed, I think even like a, a steroid from the dermatologist and like, she really didn't like it. And, uh, she said it made her like sick and you normally get prescribed, birth control. If you're not on a form of one to like regulate hormones, you normally get prescribed sometimes an antibiotic, which is not great for you. Yeah. Um, then you normally also get prescribed spironolactone, which is another drug that's supposed to help with oil production, but it doesn't have great side effects. It's also not great for your teeth, strangely. Oh, weird. So like there's really not great solutions. So, but if you've tried those things and they're not helping, then I'm kind of like, well, let's just get it done. And you just kind of suffer for six months and just be very, very cautious of yourself and your mental health throughout the process. Well, so what I love about this friend is that she she sent me a message out of the blue like a month ago. And she was like, my acne has like almost completely cleared up. And I said, well, well, what did you do? Like, what, what was the magic? Like, what was it? And she said that she got a really strong retinol. She was using like skin suticals and Mm -hmm. a really good quality, high percentage retinol. And she said that it has just like done wonders for her skin. Right. And that's what it is. It's vitamin A. And so it's it's, a vitamin A derivative. It is. It's a vitamin A derivative. She bought, you know, the best that she could find, which was skin suitable. She said she loves everything about the formulation, like the way that it feels and that she she would continue to spend. Like we were actually joking about when you can find skin suitables on sale because it's so expensive and it never goes on sale. But yeah, she said, she was like, I will buy this stuff at full price. She said, this has changed my life. So, you know, that makes me really happy. Yeah. There's yeah. I was really happy. I definitely think those are things you should try before considering this, especially because like we're older and Mm -hmm. some people may have fertility on the brain Mm -hmm. or maybe breastfeeding um, and dealing with like postpartum acne or things like that nature. So it may just not be an option for people. Yeah. It's this stage of life as much as it was like as a high school college person. Right. So, yeah. And I I mean, I would say too, you know, when, when Accutane was really like popping and it was on everybody's mind and like everybody was getting prescribed it, it seemed like I, I would say that the nature of the skincare marketplace was vastly different than it is now. There's I think so, about that often. Yeah. yeah. There's so because many it was kind of like 
Right. It was like, if the proactive from the um, vending machine at the mall doesn't work for you and these three drugs don't work for you, then let's go on Accutane, which like, I don't regret doing it. Um, Like it really sucks. Like actually the second time I did it, I stopped my own treatment um, because I was so dry. I was getting like daily nosebleeds. My hands were so cracked. Like I was just like, you know what? Welcome to my world. Right. I felt, I felt like Alicia. Um, yeah. That's why I, I kind of understand her plight, yeah. but it's a six month treatment. And the second time around I did it for four and I like went to the doctor and I was like, I don't think I can physically do this anymore. Mm-hmm. It's too, it's too physically painful to continue. Yeah. And so I stopped, but, and like, I mean, I wasn't completely cured at the time. Like it definitely made a reduction and like, then it was fine. And like, luckily, like I will maybe get like one cystic little, really, really bad pimple a year at a really unopportune time. But I'm lucky that like, it really worked for me and helped with the cell turnover and kind of changed the molecular nature, if you will, of my face. But like, looking back on it, I wonder if I had known all that I know now as a little skincare explorer, would I have gone down that route? Yeah, I mean, there's so many more options for I mean, even retinol treatment, which again, derivative of vitamin right. A, similar to the isotretinoin, you know, dermatologists regularly prescribe like high strength tretinoin as, mm-hmm. a, as, as a retinol option. I know there are some women out there who skincare fanatics, Kathleen Jennings has talked about her tretinoin prescription that she uses. So there are a lot of people out there that use the, the prescription tretinoin as their, their like daily retinol because their skin can handle it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's, and now look at the explosion of like retinaldehyde onto the market. Lots of companies are incorporating that as an option, which is yet another vitamin A derivative. Um, it It is considered stronger than retinol, but in the same time, it's tends to be gentler on the skin. And so a lot of people are finding that they have better results with retinaldehyde than they do with retinol because the higher percentage retinols, you know, they have some reactions from it, but they don't have the same reactions from retinaldehyde. I recently purchased Avene has a retinaldehyde called Retrinol. It's R-E-T-R-I-N-A-L. And I Mm -hmm. got the serum for the face and the eye cream. And I'm really excited to try it because it's, it's supposed to be, like I said, a little bit stronger than the traditional retinol, but it is considered to be much more uh, gentler on the skin. So we'll see how that goes incorporating that into the routine. So what Accutane does, if you look at it and I'm getting this directly from their website, which whatever, isotretinoin. Um, It curbs excess oil production by shrinking the oil glands. It slows cell skin turnover. It helps with the environment that allows bacterial overgrowth and it helps with inflammation. I think with a really good routine, there's definitely things on the market that are alternatives to that now. And there's also a lot of laser treatments that kind of replicate that in the skin. There's one called Avaclear. Um, which is for cystic, inflammatory, or hormonal acne. And so it kind of mimics some of the things that Accutane does. 
it selectively targets oil glands and shrinks them for you. So they produce less oil and then you have the less inflammation from the oil clogging your pores. Um, and it's a laser treatment, which may be, and I think you do it about three times. And I think that may be way much more effective for a teenager without having to worry about their mental health and the hellscape that is high school with social media. You yeah. know, that's mm-hmm. something we never had to deal with, but just looking back at being in that time now and also having the component of social media and TikTok and all of that jazz. Oh my gosh, what am I a boomer? All that jazz? Jeez. Uh. <laughs> but I think there's much more alternatives than going down that route. If it's a route you have to go down, like more power to you, been there, done that, understand, drop into my DMs. Uh. But if you're scared of it, I think there's options now that we just didn't have back then. And I think that's really cool how much skincare has come in the next, like the last, oh, geez, decade and a half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just some food for thought during this acne awareness month. Yeah. I mean, it, it's certainly worth talking to your doctor, your dermatologist about what are some of the, like what's, what are some of the newer studies out there saying are great options for you? Like we mentioned, you have so many more options now than you did even a decade ago when you're looking at trying to control acne, depending on what area of your life that you're in, if you're a teenager or if you're a young adult, or if this is maybe hormonal acne, if you're um, in your thirties and forties, if you have just had a child, it's postpartum. I mean, there's so, you know, very stressful time period. There's so many things that it can be related to. And so kind of getting at the root of what it could be related to, I think is equally as important as trying to figure out what some of the solutions are. But yeah, there's there's lots of options out there now that you can try uh, before you even go the prescription route. Um, lots of things out there on the market, so But just some final thoughts on Accutane. One thing I've really liked, and I'll give a shout out to a social media influencer. I really like that Alex Earl has shared her Accutane journey with the general public. Oh, yeah. Um, I think that's really cool that she has because she is one of those people who does a lot of makeup. I mean, she admits to using a beauty filter, but she also shows her acne. Um, And Accutane has been really successful for her. But I also think that it's cool if you don't want to go down that route. I just think that this current generation, which, oh my gosh, it's like so sad not to be a part of the current generation because whatever, I'm aging. But I just think they're kinder about skin conditions than we were. So I think that's good to see. And so take your time trying out some things before you, you know, have to go get a blood test every month. Maybe worth it. Maybe worth it. Maybe worth not taking a little quiz. (laughs) it's very much coach car and mean girls saying do not get pregnant or you will die (laughs) very much the vibe so well so that that wraps up this episode on well our first episode i guess that we did um for acne awareness month right hang in there queens yeah all hope is not lost if you are dealing with an acne breakout there are lots of available options out there for you. So don't get too down. Don't get too discouraged. Yeah. Zits or not, you look great. That's right. There is at least one person you know of, Nicole, who has lived to tell the tale and can tell you there are brighter things on the other side. 
There is. DM me if you have some zitty problems. I know how to take care of a lot of them in very unorthodox ways. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for hanging with us this week. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Get your skincare fix throughout the week by following us on social media at Instagram, Facebook, and the occasional TikTok at Skincare and Scandals. Send us an email or a DM, and we just might answer your question on our next episode. Our contact info is in the show notes for each show.